This is the DiPietro and Rothenberg Podcast. Yep. Listen live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 a.m. on 98.7 ESPN in New York. Yep. The ESPN New York app. Yep. Or on your smart speaker by asking it to play 98.7 ESPN. This is DiPietro and Rothenberg. So you went on your first date with Cass. I called her the next day and asked her to go to a Yankee game. She had her tongue in my mouth the whole time. So I was like, I'm pretty sure she's going to say yes. yes. The love story began. Yeah. Tongue in your Eventually, yeah. It wasn't immediate. So she's a floozy. No, she's no floozy. It was just, I give off some heat. Yeah. Can you say that? Floozy? Yeah. Overly aggressive on the first date. <laughs> <laughs> my goodness. This is DiPietro and Rothenberg. What can I say? It was love, love at first, first sight. sight. On 98.7. ESPN. Are you done texting, you think? As the uh, show comes back? I'm done now, yeah. Yeah, good. I listened to the open. Yeah, well, it would have been nice if... Y- it, you know, you're all angry. At me. Maybe you brought up this McCall Harbin stuff earlier in the show. would have been nice. You know what? If you were a better teammate... Felt juicy. No. You, you know what the truth is? It felt juicy John, John walks in. Oh, big meeting today, blah, blah, blah. He goes, by the way... Maybe you should have brought the McCall Hardman up a little bit earlier. Well, why don't you explain to him why I didn't? You just sit there with this bleep-eating grin on your face. I said you explain, teased the hell out of it. Explain why I didn't. Because I when I tried it. to bring it up earlier in the show, you go, can we push this back to later in the show? Well, I'm not ready to talk about on. this. I like this show to happen organically. I don't think we need to, we, we don't need to just jam things in. I thought it was good conversation. You said to me hey, earlier in the in show. Goes, I wasn't so offended with you calling uh, Rick's wife a floozy, but you're it's a he called you a prude. Uh, that's fine. Yeah. Listen, I have old-fashioned values. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> and old-fashioned vocabulary. Yeah. A floozy, eh? Uh, a floozy, huh? That's right. I said a, a, a floozy, huh? Yeah, with the cigar, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's right. Yeah, floozy. Um, all right, so the Knicks last night. Knicks. Um, I don't know how angry you can be. I wasn't angry. It's, it's more frustrated. depressing, you know, frustrating, Would I think, the appropriate word. You know what but, it feels like? It, it's funny, because people always will say this to me as a Jets fan. Or Jets fans will say this: We can't have nice things. Right. That's what that that those is. That's what this feels like. We had the like we had, we were it. Like we had you, you had it. It was all set up. No, I mean this this is like for all the Knicks fans that complain about not getting enough national you know national attention and everything else. It was. I mean, you got Kendrick Perk. You name it. Everyone was on board with this team. Right. Had an unbelievable month rolling, and then piece by piece. Well, when when you think about this, there's not a lot of ways that this could have derailed. They were a very talented Andrew. team, right? And this is one of the few ways. So it's like you haven't been very good for such a long time. A couple of years back, you got into the playoffs, um, the, the COVID year. You get beat up by Atlanta last year. Really good year. You think you're going to beat Miami? You don't. But now it's it's gone to like another level where you look and say, I don't know that they're going to win the whole thing, but this team has a real chance to make some serious noise. And you know, before you even have a chance to get overly excited, and now it gets ripped away. Ripped away. Now maybe we revisit this as we get you know late March into April, but right now it's it's very frustrating as a Knicks fan. Right now it's tough, and I think a lot of people the second you saw that Jalen Brunson and especially Jalen Brunson, but then Hartenstein on top of that weren't playing last night, and you're like, Oof. don't love your chances. Well, give him credit; they fought, kept it close. Start of the third quarter was kind of where it went sideways a little bit. They scored the first ten. Cut it to seven for the fourth, and then they had the you know the three, and then the three point play. Put it back to thirteen, and it was. They, but they had no chance. They, could, they couldn't score. No, they can't. They, it, dude, even when when Jalen Brunson is not on the floor with this team right now, they're having a hard time. Like, Alec Burks has not been good since we got him. No, which is a problem for us. But I mean, to be out to be out your four you know four starters on the second night of a no, back, you, have, you have no second night of a back so to back. You have no chance. None. You have no chance to win these games. 
You, I mean, I imagine Brunson's going to play tomorrow. But if he doesn't, I hope so. But if he doesn't play tomorrow, you have no no chance to beat Golden State. I will say though, on the bright side, for all those people that that beat up on Tom Thibodeau right. for overworking his players, this uh-huh. feels like a night where he was kind of let's let's take a step back here. Let's not do anything stupid. That he was conservative. Right. To, we won the Detroit I, I could, game. I could push for him to play, but he's not feeling great. Had a bad night's sleep. Neck spasms. Let's let's hold him out. Yeah. To hard be cautious. Same thing. Let's let's make sure this thing doesn't turn into a bigger problem. I, I guess. Yeah. No. Yeah. I think you're right. Well, let's see what happens tomorrow. If they both play and they come back, I had said two and two would be fine with these four. So if they come back tomorrow and they play and they're healthy and they win that game, then you're kind Golden of, State's playing pretty good basketball. Too. They are. He's got Chris Paul back, but. Of course they do. Of course they do. Right. And everyone wants to play at the Garden, and guys find a way to, to be healthy when they come to Madison Why Square Garden. Why can't just it. go right for us, though? It's like we always, it's always like the sports gods are like, hey, remember your place. You guys you guys can't have nice stuff for long. Remember who you guys are. Right. It's like, well, we're rolling, man. Let's just let us let so us. So good. And there was nothing re- outside of injury. There's, I don't think there's very little that could have derailed this team. No. And then on top of that, you added the depth at the deadline that you felt like you needed. Right. And Bogdanovich serves a purpose. Like he's Absolutely. a re- re- really good shooter. Absolutely, he was good. They had twenty last night. Divincenzo was not seen a three pointer that he hasn't. Uh, he likes to shoot. To shoot. He, well, but but, he, but a game like last night, you he can't blame him. You know, I mean, no one can put the ball in the basket. Absolutely has to. The bigger problem was they had twenty six paint uh, points in the paint last night. But twenty six. You can't be angry. Couldn't you, get into you it. Be frustrated because it's happened, but you can't be angry. No. By the way, this hoops update brought to you by Bet Three Six Five. But this is this is where we are. I mean, you're going to have to. We said tread water, but you're you're taking on a lot of water right now, my friend. You are. Yeah. I mean, it's is. It's funny because we we all had such high aspirations for the season, and rightfully so when you saw what you know what the addition of OG did immediately in the in the month that you had, but. I really feel like if this team, if and when this team gets fully healthy, it it doesn't necessarily matter where we end up. Right, it's going to be a, a probably a more difficult road than it than it had to be when things were going well and we had a chance to finish, you know, two or three in the in the conference. But you know, maybe we, for once we'll be the team that winds up with a seven, and the other team's like, oh no. Now that team's going to get healthy. And we're going to have to go up against them. Maybe it'll work in our advantage. I mean, we haven't seen that from the Knicks in forty years, right? I think, but I think that's partly why most people. I don't know. I mean, the NBA is probably not the NBA, of the four major sports. I think the NBA is probably the one where it's usually most talent ends up winning. Right. Out. You know, when they had that ninety nine when they went to the NBA Finals, they were the eight seed in the Eastern Conference. But it's for a lot of sports. It's it's not necessarily the best team. It's the best team at the time, the hottest team at the time. So you're right. Like I mean, I think a big concern for a lot of people going into you know as we progress through the season was, oh, he's going to wear them down. We get to the postseason, everyone's going to be playing hard. You know, we don't have an extra gear because we play so hard during the regular season. Our guys will be worn down. Well, guess what? You're not going to have to worry about that with OG and Randall because those guys will be rested and ready to rock and roll. Yeah, Mitch they'll, too. they'll be rested. I just hope that they're healthy. Hope they're back. OGs. I'm not worried about OG. Yeah, I agree. But Robinson, Randall, Randall's Hartenstein. The yeah, of course. Randall's the bigger concern. Of course, it's it's. But they're all they're all concerns. None of them are here hey, now. I'm power ranking, though. Biggest concern, Randall. Biggest concern, Randall, because all of a sudden, surgery popped in. Well, yeah, well I always thought that was a, that was an option. I'm more concerned he gets back, he looks great, all of a sudden goes up for a layup, or, I mean, the thing he's done really well this season is he's not settling for threes, he's playing bully ball, getting physical. He gets into the lane, goes up hard, someone, someone whacks him on that shoulder and pops out again. Which could happen. Because that's the, I mean, that's the real big. Which could, that's I mean, the. Okay, tell me this. You were an athlete. Mm-hmm. We can bring you into this mindset. 
you're going up against Julius Randle. He goes up for oh, a shot. Oh, you're smashing the hell out of that thing. Okay. That's why in the NHL we go upper body and lower body. So you they don't, don't know exactly don't what... designate. Right. You don't know what the I came back from a concussion is. that... I won't say the... Avery jumped right on my head. Did he, did he know it was a concussion? Yeah. No, he knew I came back from a concussion. I had post-concussion. I came back. First chance he had, scrum in front of him, then it jumped right on my head. That's that's awful. Yeah. Right on my head. That's that's awful. Concussion is... I mean, that's... I don't know. Doesn't seem appropriate. Wasn't great. It wasn't great. Uh, it doesn't surprise me, though. Um, all right, let's take a listen to what uh, Tom Thibodeau and Dante DiVincenzo and Josh Hart had to say about this game last night. Uh, here's uh, Thibodeau. What do you take away from this loss? A lot. And, you know, like I said, the first half, I thought guys really fought hard. Tough team. They're very good. They have a lot of weapons. Keeps constant pressure on you. They have size. They have length at virtually every position. They can break it down off the dribble when they shoot the three well. So puts pressure on you. And, you know, because of guys like Ingram and Williamson, it commands more than one. And then you have to have the ability to get in and get out and then finish your defense. The guys were scrambling, playing tough, and uh, as I said, we fell short in the, it, at the end. It's like the story of my life right now. Get in, get out, finish. I mean, it's. I, I, I listen. I don't want to. I don't want to get in there. No, that, I'm, that, I'm just that saying that dangerous territory. Sports wise, I'm just saying. Uh-huh. It's like our pickleball strategy: in, out. Got to make sure one of us is able to finish. It, listen, they battled, man, and this is what you want as a head coach. As he knows, going into this game with no Brunson, no Hardenstein, no Randall, no OG. Right. He had one. I mean, you have one starter, one healthy starter. That they were going to have their hands full. Yeah, no, they had no chance to win the game. They did not have as much talent as the Pelicans had. The Pelicans are big. That's a big team. Uh, what's his face is is terrifying. Balanchunas, Kelsey's look like, <laughs> and then all of a sudden Murphy goes wild in the fourth quarter. He reminds me of Zod from the, Super, from the Superman movie. He's huge. Um, but that's the thing. But that's also a thing that makes them struggle with too is size and length. So I had no real. It, I mean, you can call and tell me differently, but as soon as I saw those two guys were out, I was like, Ugh, I well, of course. No, but there will be people that call in that are frustrated. Like, oh, I can't. No, no, they're not. Come on. You can be frustrated those guys didn't play. You can't be frustrated you lost a game where you didn't have anybody. There's no way that there are people listening now that are like, I'm so frustrated that Knicks lost that game last night. There was only so long you were going to hold on unless in New Orleans just had one of those nights where they weren't making shots. Of course course not. New Orleans was going to have to play a bad game. Once New Orleans started scoring points, the Knicks could not score. They could not keep up with them. They had absolutely... Zero chance. Um, here's Dante DiVincenzo. By the way, I really like him. Yeah, I think a lot of people really do. like him on on the challenge of playing so under man last night. First half was great. I think you know, third quarter. I, mean, I think that's when they opened it up. I think you know going back watching the film. I haven't watched it yet, but just the initial feels. We just got to stay more disciplined um, in that third quarter. I think we were in lack of communication. We were kind of overhelping. They were getting whatever they wanted in that third quarter, and that's kind of when it. Sorry, that's when it uh, kind of opened up for us. And you know, then they started gaining confidence. And then it was it was hard to um, get back in it after that. Of course, it was hard to get back into it. I mean, you, the game was over once they went on a run. You couldn't score last night, so you had no chance. No, I mean the the, the only way, like I said, is you're gonna have to muck it up, make it a. I mean, but unless unless New Orleans scored ninety three, but points, that was the only way. Right, that's right. And then second half, all of a sudden, I mean, they shot. Dude, they shot seventy one percent from. Three and the, in the wheels half. fell off. I mean, who, who do you who are you turning to? How are you getting points if you're the next that's right the now? Problem. Like, like we, you, Bogdanovich, fine. DiVincenzo, fine. Hart. McBride, Hart. No, none of those guys Alec are in, Burks hasn't in, been great. interior players. Well, it was supposed everything to be Alec, is perimeter. It was supposed to be Alec Burks. But, but Alec Burks is what he is. No, I know. But, I mean, he hasn't He has not been He has not been great since we we traded for him. 
Jalen Brunson is the Jalen Brunson. He is, makes everything go right because now the guys that can shoot are going to get open looks, and it's just it's and and, and I mean get Precious Achua, Jericho Sims. Precious played forty minutes last night. <laughs> it's too much. Jericho Sims is a eight minute a night guy. Yes, he's you're not building around Jericho. Sims. No, dude, you had I mean Precious played forty, McBride played forty, Hart played another forty. Thank God they're off Sims today. Sims played thirty. Thank God they're off today and not traveling. Yes. Um, there's your hoops update brought to you by Bet365. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. RJ, RJ. Yes, Dave. Um, this Leah, is this the one that called you like a little child or something? That's right. Okay. Uh, she has a poem. Oh, I love it. Have Hope you, it's nasty. Have you heard the poem? I have not. Sucks to you, RJ. I, I did hear that. Sucks to be you, RJ. But I have not heard the poem. Now, do you worry that it will be please inappropriate? Be, please be mean. Not inappropriate. Nasty? I wonder if I could be the target. Oh, please. Why but, would you? What, what have you done that you'd be the target? She does not like RJ. Yeah, she's not a fan. So when you, is it contentious when you talk to her and screen the call? No, not at all. I'm a big fan. So you like her, she doesn't like you. I, I think that's right. I think that's right. I think she produces good content. I uh-huh. made I made a mistake. So I, if she goes after you during this poem, mm-hmm. will you be upset that you let the poem on the air? No, or? not at all. So if it's good content, you're fine with anything. Right. Do you feel badly, because we have apologized a lot on the show today, do you feel badly that you mistook her for a, a small child a couple of months back? Of course I do. You do? I've had to live with that for <laughs> five or six months. <laughs> And what is it like to live with that kind of thing? It's RJ? tough. Yeah, it's not good. Since you're doing apologies right now, I'd also like to apologize for the picture I sent to the group chat of RJ at the urinal. That was really mean. It's not nice. No, I couldn't help myself. No, really. It was, I apologize as well. You should. Yeah, because I'm I'm not too. You know what I mean. Uh, Tony D sends an email just uh. catching up on the podcast, so Rick can talk about your wife and her boots, or make comments about your mom, and that's okay. Unacceptable. P.S. Thank God he's back. Dan sucks. <laughs> Tony D. Tony D. Yeah, that's Tony D. Your wife in those boots, though. So how I'm is just this saying. Okay? But how is this okay? I'm just saying. How is this okay? Nice boots. He's just talking about. Uh, you, talking about you, you're on your choices. It's, it's like you're mistaking it for RJ. The way I'm you're trying defending to help. Him today. I'm trying to help Nana Rothenberg. No, he's definitely not trying to help. I'll tell you. I'll admit <laughs> yeah. that much. He's not trying to help. No, but but he's talking about his own vices at that point. Right. He's he he's not calling uh, Sherry a uh, uh, an undesirable name. Right. You know, Floozy's not necessarily undesirable. Plus, Grandma Floozy, in fact, makes you sound very desirable <laughs> and very available. That's the problem: is the availability. I'm looking out for Grandma Rothenberg's exercise levels. By by discussing Sherry's boots and the way that she looks in them, that the definition of floozy behaves in a sexually provocative way is exactly what it you're doing. It was not meant to be provocative. I thought it was a nice fashion choice. Mm-hmm. I do say some stuff about Grandma Rothenberg that probably slips over the line. But okay. I'm looking out for her. Oh, yeah, She's probably sure, lonely. Sure. She's probably lonely. Yeah, I'm sure you are. You have you have real flexibility is important for the elderly. You really let, let's. I hope Leah goes right after you. Let's see where she's going. Hi, Leah in Spring Valley. How are you? Good. Just want to clarify something. Okay. I don't hate RJ. Uh huh. RJ's my favorite. Okay. See, RJ, there you go. You're her fave. I've battled all the way back. Yeah. Yeah, I don't hate you. Who's who's who's, size thing? Who's your least favorite, Leah? Um, I have a limerick. She's got a poem. Okay. Oh, is, 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 is it going to involve the person that you like the least on the show? No, it's just about the show. All right, let's hear it. So it goes, him. There once were four guys with a show, which aired on the morning radio. 
They talked about shrooms and uncountable rooms until just farts yelled Windrow. <laughs> That's good. That was good. Is that it? Is that it or is there I liked more? It. There's also one more. Yeah. Um, heads up, Dave. Moo is for cows. Quack is for ducks. I love your show, but your poetry sucks. Wow. You know what? She's wow. good. She's good. Leah, would you like to be like the official poet shot. of the show and maybe call in every uh, so often and give us a new poem? Yeah, I don't mind. All right. Love it. Thank you. My goodness. That was good. She's very talented. She's talented. I didn't think that RJ was her favorite. No. That caught me off guard. I guess he is. That's because you're mean. Who was mean? No one was mean to her. No, Rick was mean to me. I didn't even do anything. I defended when? her. I defended you earlier. You're sending. I mean, I'm sitting right how here. How could I? How could I see that and not send it? I'm sitting right here. How could I see that and not you, send it? You just wanted to get. You, you, oh, let's let's be honest. Show Brown to the picture. He'll you, defend me. You wanted to make sure that John Windrow saw it. Um, it just so happens that John Windrow's in the in the group <laughs> chat. <laughs> John Windrow. <laughs> Uh, RJ, it's a sickness. I can't help uh, it. RJ, RJ, yes, Dave. You got your uh, sim ready to go? I do. Okay. You know what? Maybe we'll revisit the McCall Harmon story again <laughs> later, <laughs> later because it, it's it's so timely it's and too so juicy, so you good. You can't even say it. It's so juicy. I know. I, I it's like my I stuck my tongue right into the McCall Harmon's mouth. It was that good. That's something. Yeah, that's great. Nice. Don't be don't be mad at me. I'm not mad at you because your wife gives it up late. Oh, <laughs> oh my goodness! <laughs> you gotta say something. You can't take back. It's gonna happen. Um, <laughs> Raymond, fire it up. No. See ya. Touchdown! Rebound! Score! The sh- you missed. This is just a battleground. <laughs> be, be careful where you step today. They're not even landmines. They're just like <laughs> tanks rolling around. The, you, you, you peek around the corner going to CVS, and there are like three tanks there. Ah, <laughs> uh, the Knicks it's lost. It's like a Spielberg movie. Yeah, it's not good. A lot of stuff blowing up. Uh, Knicks, no Jalen Brunson, no Julius Randle, no OG, no Hartenstein, no Mitch. No victory. They lose 115-92. Hung in there. It's a one-point game at halftime. And then the third quarter happened. And... But they get it down to even later. Seven, I think they got it back to. Yeah. yeah. They're right back to 13 and start the fourth. Uh, yeah. 13, yeah. So here's the tenuous spot that the Knicks find themselves in. Only two games now separate the number four Knicks and the number eight Pacers. Things are tightening up. I don't like that. No. Might I like ask that. a question? Uh, it better not be something dirty. Sure. It's not dirty, but I, and I don't think it's the nicest thing in the world, but it's it's something. Okay. Do you want me to ask you or should we just move on? No, along? I think we should ask you. Here we go. All right. So the name of this is what? This uh, stuff you missed. We've been talking about the Knicks all morning long. <laughs> I we, tried to just. Do we need to lead the segment with stuff you missed? I'm well, I'm sorry. Well, if he doesn't lead it with it, he can't put the death at the end. Well, I'm I'm. It's do my... you have an end death here? <laughs> no, no death. And maybe tear a ligament that they won't be walking for a while. No, well, it's my it's my segue. I feel like you you've been. T- I try to take whatever the thing you've been talking about and segue that into how we begin this mm. journey. Okay. Because I, I I don't give you any new information. <laughs> I understand that, but it's at least hey, that's our way. That's our that's our entry point. Okay, so it's your crutch, really. Would you like me to stop? I don't know. All right, we're done with the what, what is with you today? What do you mean? I, I think Rick actually agrees with me. You're hyper aggressive today. No, well, I, I wasn't going to. You guys said yes. Go with it. You're attack mode right now. I don't think so. I, I spend a, a moment on it. 
Just about more than a month. We just we just discussed it. We discussed all morning where they are in the standings and the eight seed and all that stuff. And it's like not all morning because you know what else you didn't talk about all morning? No, that was me. Miko Hardman. Yes, it was a very juicy story. Yeah, like a succulent steak. That we didn't get to until 8.45. And, and, and it dried out yeah, by the time you, you got to it. You choked on it. I could have lied, too. He's like, did you discuss it early in the morning? I could be like, yes, we did. Yes, we did. But I didn't want to lie. No, you can't lie. No. What do you, what do you got? Another story we did earlier today, aren't no. you? We haven't talked nuts yet. <laughs> you want to insult anyone else's wife? Wow. Well, there's only one other person I could do that with, and that would be you. So you're going to pass? Yeah. I've, yeah okay. Smart. Unless you're going to tell me that Andrew's like, you know. Okay, let's move on. <laughs> I know where this leads, and uh-huh. it's not good for me. Uh, <laughs> Franz Wagner, 21 points, magic, without Paolo Banquero. Roll the Nets, 108-81. Mikel Bridges played in his 450 uh, consecutive game last night, but he had four points. Lowest scoring output of his season. Not great. Nets lose for the fifth time in six games. They shot 39%. They had 22 turnovers, and they did not have Cam Thomas or Ben Simmons. Which is surprising. What a surprise Ben Simmons didn't play, huh? Yeah. Well, actually, I read it tell you he's gonna give uh, he's gonna give the Nets everything he has. <laughs> when? Regardless of how he feels. When's that gonna be? I, Good I question. Know. I don't even know what that means. Yeah. It could mean a lot of things. Maybe all his like riches and stuff. <laughs> I doubt that. Guys, here's all my stuff. I, Everybody I take what they that. like. <laughs> uh Chris Paul back last night, played twenty two minutes back from that broken left hand, came off the bench, had nine points. Golden State beats Washington, one thirteen, one twelve. Paul George going to miss tonight's game with a knee injury for the Clippers against the Lakers. Max Struess. Oh, my God. What a night. Crushed a 60-footer. Helps the Cavs. Not good for the Knicks. Beat the Mavs. So, Struess had himself the last couple of minutes. He is the fourth player in the last 25 years to make five threes in the final four minutes or less of a game. And that was the second longest game-winning buzzer beater in the three-point era. Really? Yeah. Which started in? Hmm, I don't know the exact year. 1979. Yeah, I was going to go 70s. I don't know exactly. Uh, men's college hoops. BYU beats number seven Kansas, who Dave told me last week is not very good. And a string of nice numbers that are no more for Kansas. 19, right? 19 game home win streak. Mm-hmm. Also snapped an 82 game win streak when Kansas were leading at halftime. And a 67 game home win streak against unranked opponents. Those are all done. Do you know this? And I, I don't even mean this like to make fun of anybody. BYU's in the Big 12. Mm. Did you know that? No. For basketball? For I basketball. did not know that. Now I do, though. Yeah. It's a wild time. Getting smarter every day. This is what we do. Yeah. You really are. Good for you. Thank you. Uh, news and notes from NFL Combine as things starting to pick up. Chiefs are prepared to tag corner LeJerry Sneed and open to trading him. Raiders say they will not trade Devontae Adams, according to GM Uh-oh. Tom Telesco. Rick, your thoughts? Uh, my thoughts? I, I was having a hard time believing that uh, Devontae Adams was going anywhere when he was so vocal about keeping Antonio Pierce. Yeah. I Viking, thought that was kind of it. Uh, Vikings say they have not considered trading Justin Jefferson. Dolphins are working hard on a new deal for Tua. Sounds like that's going to get done this offseason, who's Good. entering the final year of his rookie deal. The Broncos say decisions coming in the next two weeks on Russell Wilson's future. So if the Broncos were to release him, they would take on a dead cap charge over the next two years of $85 million. They're paying him $39 million this year. But you, you have to release him, no? Oh, yeah. Well, if they, well no. Well, they, if they don't, then the following year's money kicks in guaranteed for $37 right. million. So, so, so think that. about what the Broncos did. What, what, did they trade two ones for him? They traded a whole bunch. Google, Google what they traded. You'll so, throw up. So the Seahawks get abused by the Jets and give up two ones 
for Jamal Adams and then turn around and do the abusing of Denver. Yeah. And then Denver paid him. <laughs> Terrible. So that trade, almost two years ago now, mm-hmm. it was Russell Wilson and a fourth okay. for Drew Locke, Noah Fant, the tight end. He's not a bad player. D-lineman Shelby Harris. And Denver got two first-rounders, two seconds. No, no, and no, 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 no. Seattle. Seattle Excuse me, Seattle. I'm sorry. Denver sent Seattle two firsts, two seconds, and a fifth. Oh, my God. And then paid him. Two ones and two twos. And gave him an office. Oh, God. That's uh, a tough one. So, yeah, that's... That's not great. That's not good. No. That's not good. Charles Cross was one of their picks, who's now one of their tackles. Mm-hmm. Uh, Boye Mafe, who's a linebacker that plays a good amount for them. Uh, and uh, you'll love this. Uh, Devon Witherspoon, one of those players. <laughs> the sixth pick? Yes. <laughs> yes. That's tough. Yeah, it is. Wow. It's tough to come back from that. Uh, Bears say they're closing in and making a decision on Justin Fields. Should have a decision soon. Little, uh, little spring training baseball raise over the Yankees 4-2. Clark Schmidt gives up one run over two. Will Warren followed him through two and two-thirds. Gave up one. Adrian Hauser, two scoreless for the Mets. Uh, here we go. Pummel the Marlins, 7-1. Good sign of things to come. Otani smashed a two-run homer in his first game, wearing Dodger blue, off of former Met, Dominic Leone. Nico Heshire, goal, three assists, Devils, seven unanswered yesterday over the Sharks, who are not very good. Uh, Erling Holland scored five goals in an FA Cup game, 6-2 win. And today... Who, Ernie Holland? No. No. What did you say? Erling. For Man City, right? Oh, Holland. Or Erling. He's like the best player. Is it Man City, oh. right? Yes. Good job. I never, I never heard the name Erling before. <laughs> what you have I, now. I'm not being serious. Would you like to make fun of us? I, a lot no. Of us, a lot Would of you like to make fun of him no. and his wife I'm or his mother? I'm not making fun of Erling or his wife. I don't know if you know he's married or what. He's got a beautiful ponytail. Okay. All I'm saying is I've never heard the name Erling. Take a humongous. Take a shot at him. I don't have any reason to take a shot at him. Take a shot at him. RJ, how big is he? How tall? Yeah. That's a good question. Tall enough to up, Dave? Oh, what? he would smash. He would smash, Dave. He would crush you. Crush, Dave. Uh, he, well, why are you trying to promote violence I'm with not. me he, and Erling he's, Holland? He's six four. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah, of course. But why would he go after me? I've said nothing wrong because you're making fun of his name. Yeah, I wasn't making fun of anything. Yeah, I said nice I've never heard the name Erling. Uh, we heard your tone. We heard your tone. And today, I thought his name was Ernie. T- I thought that's what he. Why? Because I never heard the name Erling. Ernie Holland. <laughs> and today, on the nose. 16 years at this fine radio station for... Raymond. That's right. Wow, 16, Raymond? Ray, happy anniversary. You're a young little Very pup. happy. So so you were, you were 24 a, a years meager 24-year-old, wide-eyed, bushy-tailed behind, Raymond Santiago. First person you met at the station was who? Uh, You know... Talent-wise, because you know you, you meet all those people in the uh, back. But. Well, tell us the first person you met at the station, and then the well, first, first on-air talent you met the, at the, the station. The first actual person that I that I had met was actually Steve Hart. Believe it or not. <laughs> nice. So yeah. your introduction so, to ninety-eight seventy ESPN was Steve Hart, right? Okay. And then the first, and you took the job anyway. Well, yeah. Uh huh. And then the first on-air person that I had interaction with was actually Bill Daughtry. Well, the great Bill Daughtry. The great Bill Daughtry. The legendary Bill yes. Daughtry. I did a show with Willie D. Yeah, you did. Yeah, I did. You sure did. He was, I mean, he's great. The best. I love Bill. The best. RJ, anybody 
pass away in nope, any you want to get I to? ended on a nice any high career, note. Any career-ending injuries, anything? Nothing? Nope. No? Oh. Ernie Holland sends his best. <laughs> <laughs> I heard Ernie. He's uh, also waiting outside. Well, why would he be waiting outside? Not six, for me. 6-4. What is he? Took the, the, the portal to get here? Maybe. Yeah. Guys over in Europe. Maybe he took the tunnel. Yeah. Maybe he did. The fan tunnel. Fan tunnel. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Thanks for listening to the DPHRO and Rothenberg podcast. I think they're listening to me. They're everywhere. Dave. I know you're here. Catch the show on demand wherever and whenever you want. Woohoo! Over here! Just subscribe to us, rate us, and review us wherever you get your podcasts. This whole McCall Hardman thing doesn't sit well with me on either way. It makes the Jets look foolish and it looks him look petty, is what it does. Well, I don't know. If, I mean, is petty the word you want to use? Uh, like, why bring it up? You just want a Super Bowl? Well, you, you just want a Super Bowl. Third. You want a Super Bowl again. You're where right. you want to be. Yeah, I mean, the Jets, it's not surprising to hear that they handle themselves like this, but you have such hard feelings. You have to go and make them public. It feels un- unnecessary. Well, listen, I mean, I, I'm not surprised at all he feels a way about what happened, especially when you hear these clips and how he was, in his mind, how he was treated. The guy was talking, I mean, you brought a guy in, and when you, I mean, I'm sure he looks around and says to himself, and you heard in the clips we played earlier, like, hey, Gary Wilson, yeah, perfect, I can understand that. Right. But who else? I don't think he's wrong. That I get, I, I don't play, I'm a healthy scratch, I get three, ta- I mean, I get three targets, come on. Like, how many guys in the NFL are faster than Michael Hardman? A couple. Right, you couldn't figure That's out a way. You brought him here. You couldn't figure out a way to get the ball in his hands at no, all. It's like it's like they it's like on the offense side of the ball they see they they it's like they couldn't they couldn't function properly once Aaron Rodgers went down. Like they it was like so they just lost sight of everything. Yeah, like well, now now we we, now we cease we to exist. Yeah, like what well we you know now? they played like it. They prepared like it. They their quarterback play was like it. Well, this is not. This is this is a firsthand account of what happened. I mean, there were people. You're right. We had that thing, the story that came out. People would call it. Well, I can't tell you how many tweets I got. Diane is making it up. She's using anonymous names. She's making it up. Well, is McCall Hardman making it up, or do you believe what he has to say? It actually sounds like McCall Hardman might have been one of those. Maybe sources. maybe he was one of the sources. Because one of the I mean one of the, one of the quotes in that article was that Aaron Rodgers is the offense. Right. And, and I get and I get it, and he's great, and I take nothing away from him. But when you go from Aaron Rodgers to Zach Wilson, uh, what are you what are you doing? And there's other people available. You saw Jacoby Brissett. No, but forget that though. But I mean, uh, let, let's you don't have to start with that. Like just in general, like you're a coach, you're getting paid a lot of money. Nathaniel Hackett was brought in here to be an offensive coordinator. Right, if be, Aaron Rodgers be goes out, have the ability to adjust. Like even when he said, even when remember he had the quote during the season, like he was surprised by Brees Hall and he could catch the ball to the backfield. Right, I mean, you were surprised. Right. 
It's not supposed. He's to one of the most explosive running backs. In, it's not supposed to surprise in, you. in the game. No, you're right. Like but, I'm incapable now of doing my job because Aaron Rodgers is. But gone. there's numerous ways to attack this. Like yeah, of course. I mean, Aaron Rodgers goes down, and now I just I pack it in. I mean, Zach Wilson can do certain things well. Well, I mean, well, be- better. So let's not put him in a position to succeed. Of course, that's what you oh, should oh, do. Oh, we don't. Or he didn't know how, which is even worse. I uh, probably that. Yeah. Or, or, or he's so stubborn that he wouldn't. But I mean, and if, you know, what? I'm Zach Wilson. I'd be furious about that. And I, I don't think Zach is good. And I don't think in any offense you would have gotten a, a good version of him. But my God, at least at least try to do something that he's capable of doing. Yeah, unless you're incapable of doing that. <laughs> well, then then you know what? If he's incapable of it doing it, like you know what? Mess. Then he's a bad. Then he's a bad coach. And, and you know what? The scariest part is, is it doesn't shock me. Watching this team play football this season does not shock me. And the, and the best How could it shock you? He actually says, too, that defensively, no problem. How Like what, what that side of the ball did, mm-hmm. they were... Because, I mean, he pretty much says it's like there's no... I mean, play the one clip with no structure. It's like everyone just does what they... On the offensive side of the ball, it's just like do whatever you want. Uh, here it is, Nicole Hardman. We'll get to the phone lines in a moment. one 800 Hardman on the pivot again. Just no structure with this team. All on the same level. Nobody's treated differently. If if Coach say... If Coach Reed say, we don't wear yellow cleats in practice. If Pat go out there and wear yellow cleats, Pat go back and sign and change his cleat. Everybody treated the same. So it's like when we was out there, there was no really structure was going on. And obviously it's new, new coaches and stuff like that, but I'm trying to help y'all out, but y'all like, oh, whatever, like, and then y'all telling me certain things, like, I meet with you, and you like, yeah, I'm gonna get you some plays, you know what I'm saying, I'm gonna make sure you get involved in the game plan, but I play two plays. He hates the Jets. Yeah. He hates the Jets. Well, I mean, you gotta think, too, though. I mean, in making the decision to to go to the Jets, you think Aaron Rodgers is gonna be a quarterback. You've already won a couple Super Bowls, right? Like, in this this team with this great defense, has, you know, got a chance to, you know, compete for another Super Bowl. Not only do you not compete for a Super Bowl, you don't get to play. You're not involved. Like, what did you bring me here for? It, re- it really is amazing. So the only th- thing you thought he was going to be capable of doing is succeeding with Aaron Rodgers at quarterback. Because once Rodgers went down, he was an afterthought. No, he couldn't find a way to use him. Let's go to uh, Subi in Midtown. Hey, Subi. Hey, guys. I'm shocked about your surprise about Hardman. I mean, the oldest story in football right now is the Diva wide receiver, even the Diva running back with Delvin Cook last year. They're coming from situations where they were the star, and they're put into a situation. McCall where Hardman was never a star. He, he he had a couple of big games in Kansas City, and he's spoiled, you know. And at the end of the day, I'm not blaming. Why? Well, because they actually found a way to get him the football. I mean, that's I mean that's what we're doing now. Yeah, exactly. But the point is, is what I'm saying is the Jets made a mistake of not doing their due diligence with Dalvin Cook and Hardman, and they got rid of Michael Carter at running back, and they got rid of Barrios. I mean, those guys would not have made a difference this year, but at least they would have been consistent on the game plan that Salah has in team first. So if you're looking at diva wide receivers or running backs next year, don't think yeah, about it. Yeah, but you it. say, but Subi, you say team first. That's great to say that, but if you're not incorporating me into the team, that's gonna. I mean, I'm gonna feel a way about that. By like you way, bring me in here for a reason. Yeah. I want to be a part of the team. You're telling me certain things. You're gonna get me the football, and then I play two plays. That's the. It's I'm the telling you right story. now. If I were to power rank the things that drive athletes the most crazy, it's coaches lying to them. Yeah, it's the oldest story in the book, and this goes for both. This teams. is not about divas, Subi. Giants can't fall for this next year either. I mean, uh, fall for day, what? Subi, I'm confused. Any, what? any diva, any diva oh player God. in the top of the first round, and that goes for their wide receivers. If they pick neighbors and this Rome Dunze guy, how 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 in fact is he being a diva? They brought him in here, they paid him, they had plans sure. to use him, and then they just didn't use him. How is that diva-like behavior? 
They're super skilled players, but super skilled players still need to. Yeah, super skilled players that are at the mercy of the offensive coordinator and the quarterback. If you're a super skilled player, why would you not try to get the ball in the hands of somebody like that? Well, that's the only. But it's it's how can I how can I contribute if you don't ever give me the football? Well, you can't. Right, you can't. It's it's like when I played goalie. The the most frustrating thing for me was if I can't make a save. Like if I'm having a bad day, I'm not seeing the puck well. There's nothing else I can do. I can't go make a big hit. I can't fight. Like, that's it. Right. If I can't stop the puck, I'm useless to you. Forwards, you can block shots. You can fight. You can be, like, There's right. plenty of things you can do. If I'm a wide receiver, i got to get the ball. Well, what am I doing? Just running up and down the field? And, and it's not like you had a, a, a litany of wide receivers who were so good. No, but it wasn't. And he wasn't the kind of wide receiver where it's like you had, like, it's the quarter. Get him the ball. No, run a reverse Ru- to him. Anything. Well, you flea flicker. Like, do something. Wide receiver screen something. Use his speed to your advantage. That's what I would say. Just use his speed. You didn't You didn't do it at all. You just said they threw the ball three times to him? Targeted three times. I mean, come on. One catch. 1-800-919-3776. You know, it's a, it's a juicy topic. It pisses it, me off. Oh, it should piss you off. Sounds like a complete disaster in this building. The only, the but only how does side, it change? The only part of the building that works halfway decent is the defensive well, side. You know what? You are more reliant on Aaron Rodgers than I even realized. <laughs> you are. Well, this I, entire I, I honestly, franchise belongs to Aaron Rodgers. I didn't think that Nathaniel was was that bad. I mean, well, we couldn't. You just we, heard we, we couldn't adjust. <laughs> he didn't even try. Like, well, what are we gonna do? Yeah, it's bizarre. All right, uh, we have the Melange one eight hundred nine one nine three seven seven six. By the way, big show meeting right after today, ten o'clock. Can't wait. Yeah, it's gonna be a big one. <laughs> I just hope that you don't, you know. I'm not going to say anything. I can't. I can barely speak now. Relieve your flatulence. No, I'm, I'm not. I'm on, done with that. That's that a one-time thing. Okay. One eight hundred nine one nine. Waiting. Three seven seven six. Any chance you sing on the big show meeting? Uh in the meeting, no. I'm going to save my voice. Okay. A big open tomorrow. You do. Which it's back. But it never left. I got an email from a guy last couple of days. He said I might boycott the show open moving forward just because I'm so angry. Don't do that. Don't do that to me. You don't no. punish me. You've done. You've done nothing. Done nothing wrong. You've done nothing. I didn't even know what happened. Ray just decided that he didn't want to do it. I know it's very hurtful. I can't take. I, I clearly can't take time off. No, you you will never take time off again. Never again. No. Thanks for listening to the DiPietro and Rothenberg podcast. Looking for more access to the show? Why? Because you know why. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at DR on ESPN. Little CCR. I like it. Yeah, very very nice. Rocco's into uh, Lady Gaga right now. Oh, is that right? Yeah. Does he sing Lady Gaga? Uh, no, he dances to it. And then if I, God forbid, I sing, he yells at me. Why it's my song, he, Dad. Why does he yell at you? Because uh, it's his song. And I, I think my voice ruins it. He had me in the basement last night probably for like a good hour and 40 minutes. Um, I have an update on Caleb Williams. Okay, I, just, uh, I think I just read what you... I think it'll, it'll blow smoke in the face of something you've been talking about for quite a while. Well, he's playing the game now. Maybe. Um... He said, if I get drafted by the Bears, I'll be very excited. Williams told Pete Thamel of ESPN, if they trade the pick and I get drafted by someone else, I'm just as excited. Well, that's smart. I guess. But why, I guess. Would, why would he say he wants to... Uh... Well, because I think there's some questions coming into this. I mean, part of I mean, part of the whole draft process, the combine process, is getting to know the kid. And you want... I mean... But why would he say he would be fine going to the Bears if, in fact, he wouldn't be? Oh, because there's a real chance the Bears draft him. They say, we don't right. care. All right, and that's not a great. He's gonna look. have to play the game. Then he's gonna have to go to the Bears. Well, now. unless he, yeah, unless I mean, unless he felt comfortable not playing the game, and said, "No, I'm not gonna play for the Bears." Eli played that game and he won. And forced their hand. Yeah. I think he's. I mean, he was also. I mean, probably easier for Eli because of who his dad was. Because there was some some cachet there yeah. already with them. 
Yeah, and I mean, his dad's been through it. Well, the, the, like part the whole the, reasoning was that, that Archie played for the Saints. They were so bad, right. he got the career beat and out I'm of him. He didn't man, want to see that freedom. But I'm not even joking. My, my best advice to any young kid that's at, at a you know, point in their career where they have an opportunity to, to be a professional, right. it, it is so important to go to the right place. Like, don't, don't let your ego get in the way where it's like, i got to get drafted as high as possible. So you think different career had you gone to Much the different. Canadians? Uh, I was supposed to go. I, I probably went to Minnesota. Very different career. Well, Jacques Lemaire was the coach. Yeah. Defensive structure. Yeah. Completely different. It's just, I mean, it's it's some some people just can can overcome those things, but right. for the most for most of us, you need to be put in the right spot. So, like the the elite elite talent could. Yeah, well, because I mean, the initial like the initial, hey, you're the first overall pick. All that stuff is great. The money's great right away, but it's not necessarily about the money in the first deal. It's the second deal. It's the third deal. It's the, I mean, it's it's being able to achieve all the things that you set out to achieve, winning a Stanley Cup or winning, you know, all those things that you're trying to do. I mean, a lot of that is is dependent on. The organization putting you in a good spot because a lot of these ones, I mean, a lot of these bad organizations, they draft you with the first overall pick or second overall pick, and it's like, okay, kid, save us, go do it, yeah, go save us. Right? It's like, well, it shouldn't stop. That's when it should start. The one, the one guy's not gonna be able to save you. You're gonna have to help right. Him you, save have to, you. you have to teach him and groom him and, and show him the ropes. Now, like, look what they did with Sidney Crosby. When they draft him, they have him live with Mario Lemieux. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like they did it. They did it the Are right way. Are they doing it right with Connor Bedard? Um, Are they asking too much of him? No, I think they're trying. I think they're trying. They, they, but you saw some of the moves they made. Bring some veteran players in around him. Take some of the pressure off of him. It's a lot, man. I mean, they they expect like, especially guys like that. Well, who are like the next generation of, right of in. star? Yeah, yeah. Let's go to uh, remember the Zoom I did at Binghamton the other day. I do. Uh, Eddie apparently from Virginia was on the Zoom. Hi, Eddie. How are you? I'm good. How are you guys? Good. How good? How good was it the other night? It was it was exhilarating to say the least. Yeah, Rick, you listening to this? Eddie, B, don't, don't blow smoke. I mean, it was how how good was it? I mean, since we're in the den of honesty, I mean, for people who didn't watch the show, I guess it would have been you know cool to hear from from Dave. But in all honesty, it was kind of just you know him saying stuff that you already already knew. It was boring. The show. I mean. It wasn't boring, but he left out like a couple major details. When he was talking about, I mean, when he was talking about Duncan, he didn't mention uh, getting plastered and uh, throwing donuts everywhere and blaming it on yeah, but uh, I, fake I robbers. I, it wasn't that kind of an event, Eddie. You could have made it whatever kind of event you want. No, it, I was I was trying to be professional, Eddie. I mean, you're trying to to pander towards Rick. Did I do a good job on on the call with the students or not? You definitely did a good job. I mean. You presented the show and, and everyone you work with in like a and and like a, a nice manner and, and I mean yourself too. I mean I really I don't really don't think like uh, I forgot what I was going to say, but yeah, I think you did a good job. All right, Eddie, who would have brought more juice? Would I have brought more juice in this uh, this little Zoom? Um, you can say it. I mean, don't, I Dave, you, you won't hurt his feelings. Juice, but what what'd you say? I mean, definitely would have been nice to hear like. Dave, like Rick, come into the Zoom and Dave introduce number one NHL pick, Rick DPH. I'll tell you what, Eddie. Would you would you like me to set up, Rick? I'll do this for you. Would you like me to set up um, Rick speaking to the the class via Zoom? Actually, I don't go to Binghamton anymore. So, right. He just decided he wanted to be on this. Well, Zoom. he he used to go to Binghamton. Now he goes to the University of Virginia. <laughs> but he wanted he so desperately wanted to hear right. what I had to say. See, but he's trying to. I do need you to you. pull some strings for me at uh, at your alma mater. Uh huh. So now you want help from me? No, I'm just I'm asking. All right, I'm fine. I out. was there for Dave Rothenberg Day. You were. I mean, it, it's around the corner from your home, right? Well, it's a big deal for me. I understand. 
This is my last. This is my last go round. Your with last the, hurrah with the baseball. Let's go to Mike in Williamsport. Hi, Michael. Hello, gentlemen. I'm not gonna lie. I'm a little upset. What's the matter with you? I mean, I offered you, I gave you the sports Jesus, I gave you a wonderful haiku, and then this young lady shows up and you're offering her the position of the official poet laureate of no, the no, 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 no. She's the female poet on the show. You're the male poet on the show. Oh, because I was going to No, don't buy that. No, like, of course. That was don't my, buy of that. Of course. It's, it's different viewpoints. She's 17. Stop. She's younger. Stop She's got it. the female version. No. No, Mike, what you do, you continue to do. You have a poem for us today? I, I don't, because, I mean, I've been slammed at work. But I was going to offer an open-air challenge. But if you want to have two, then I guess I'm okay with that. Okay. Because I'll throw down whenever she's ready. No, no, oh. no. That's the last thing we why want. Why do we want to do that? Because why? That's a poetry competition. Why, why can't we have numerous talented poets on the show? Because you promised it to Mike. Mike is the male poet no. of the show. She is the female poet on the show. The poetress, as it would be. <laughs> <laughs> I really thought she was going to go after RJ. That's what I thought. She loves RJ. Um... Art Stapleton reports Giants will have uh, formal meetings with all the top quarterbacks here in Indy. Uh, Jaden Daniels, Caleb Williams, Drake May, and J.J. McCarthy. Plus, they met with Bo Nix, Michael Penix, and others already at the Senior Bowl. Oh, I don't know. I'll what be interested you? to see what um, what happens with Drake May. It sounds like I'm a, more, sounds the like more some people don't really love him. Yeah, only sounds like one, though. I think he. It sounds like he's one of those ones that needs to go to the right place. Does he remind you at all of Josh Allen? Uh physically. Size. But he's very athletic. He's yeah. I mean, his ability to, to use his legs. Right. Yeah, I guess he can make all the throws. It's just I mean, there's some there are some things that need to be worked on. But, but you would agree that that. But that's why I think the Giants. I mean, they, I would point to the Giants is a good six. spot. Yeah. But but you would agree that like what the Giants offer is enticing from the quarterback standpoint, right? Of the teams that have openings, and I'm a young kid, the Giants would be at the top of the list for me. Right. Like, if I was advising my son... Like, would you rather go to the Patriots or the Giants? I would rather go to the Giants. Right. Yeah, like, I'm telling you, like if I was, if, if this was, if Milo was a quarterback and I had played in the NFL, this was like, if this was like the Eli situation, I would advise, I would advise my son, make sure you let it be known that Giants is where you'd like to be. The graphics Joker is now tweeting it. Who's the official artist? You are Graphics Joker. You're the official you artist. Feelings. You don't even know it. Uh, you know what? I'm sorry. Raymond, three stars, please. Today's... Three stars. Number three. I always enjoy when we can say. Time after time. <laughs> I'm just gonna let this roll. Time after time. Time after time. You said it way before she does. I just wanted to play that part. That's the best part. Of Very that. nice. My upper Number register two. is where I really hit it. Yeah. Uh, the show started and RJ presented Rick an opportunity just to get no. out. Just to get out no. from, from the whole Jets thing and this McCall Hardman situation. Uh, Rick, is uh, you're all in? I'm all in. When you're a Jet, you're a Jet. <laughs> all the way from your first cigarette to your last dying day. Till your last yep. dying day. You're in, you're in. I'm in. Number one. And we got the update from Carl and Queen, so I'm going to sneak that in. Do you have an update with this this woman situation? Uh, I mean, we went to the game last night. Uh, she left like a half hour ago. Oh! And it sounded all positive, but it led us down a, a very dark road because Dave began throwing shots looking back at Rick's first date story. First date, tongue in your... Eventually, yeah. Hmm. It wasn't immediate. So she's a floozy. <laughs> yeah, your wife is a floozy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 
It's awful. I, I'm sorry, Cassie. I'm going to apologize for all of us on Dave's behalf. All right. Well, nice job, Brady. gentlemen. It's Rule 76. No excuses to play good champion. It's DPH or Rutherford. I'm sorry, Cassie's a floozy. And uh, carpe omni, everybody. 98.7 ESPN. Thought I'd have to be stuck with Dave Rothenberg alone. Thanks for listening to the DiPietro and Rothenberg podcast. Listen live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 a.m. on 98.7 ESPN in New York, the ESPN New York app, or on your smart speaker by asking it to play 98.7 ESPN.